Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Time to have a chat to the voice of Rickard and Park Racing. It's Matt Cross who's with us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Morning to you, Matt. Yeah, morning, Jordan. Morning to you too, Butch, and to all of your Australian listeners. Bit of an overcast day here in Christchurch today, but I see that track's come back quite nicely, Butch, from a heavy 8 to a heavy 10 to a heavy 8, and we may be in for a, a potential improvement off that. Not really any rain uh, forecast for the next 24 hours or so, but kick off the first leg to Christchurch Casino New Zealand Cup week tomorrow with a really good meeting. Yeah, amazing, Matt, uh, how quickly that's coming up. And uh, we've already seen a number of North Island horses uh, hit the South Island, particularly uh, the uh, Tiakia stable invasion has started. And let's have a look at race three. They've got the pair of $2.40 favourites, Melbourne Bay and Grayson Gray. Was there a Southerner that could beat them or do you think uh, they might have a monopoly on it? I think they've got a monopoly on it, to be fair, Butch, and I reckon that they might clear away from most of these. No disrespect to the others, but they bring in some pretty solid form from the north. We're speaking of a filly who was able to beat a Karaka Million winner on Boxing Day. Speaking of Grace and Gray, she's got really good early speed. Barrier draw advantage over her stablemate, Marlborough Bay. Look, I reckon, Butch, this horse looks a lot more comfortable left-handed as well, as well just looking at it as Ellerslie runs and its uh, Avondale trial. I think coming the left-handed way of going, we'll see another length or two coming out of Grace and Gray, and I was pretty happy to play her with a whole lot of confidence here, particularly having the three kilos playing the barrier draw advantage over its stable mates. So she's one of the bets of the day for mine, Butch. Race three, number six, Grace and Gray. Race number five, small field, a uh, little sprint, 1,000 metres. Uh, some of these heading towards races like the Stewards uh, and the Pegasus uh, at the Carnival. Uh, again, Tiakia come up with a $2 favourite, Burgundy Rose, advantaged by the ace draw. Might just follow the rail and be pretty hard to handle. Yeah, I thought this was a tricky betting race if you're trying to play any sort of confidence here. Kaimar War is first up on a campaign towards the Copelands over 1,000 metres. Has actually got a pretty good record at that trip, Kaimar War placed first up last year and behind Summer Monsoon that is first up run. I reckon he can run a cracker even with the 60 and a half kilos. Burgundy Rose, its most recent trial, was good and behind a really good horse in Samai and Susie at Tarapa, finished into fourth, and she's a very consistent mare. Summer Monsoon, would you believe? They tried him at Hastings over the hurdles, over 2,500 metres. I think he's a dead-set sprinter. 1,000 metres, really ideal for him. I think one of those three would be winning, but a race that I didn't have too much confidence in, Butch. Race number seven, uh, Matt. This tidy little field, this. Uh, some form into it. The likes of Frankie the Fox. Gee, Burnview's been good, winning three of its last four for Lance Robinson. And uh, how did you sort this one out? Some stayers resuming. Pretty tough race. Yeah, I thought Frankie the Fox was a good bet here, particularly off the inside. He's a month in between runs, and I think he performs best at that sort of rating. He may have just wanted a little bit more rain around to loosen that track up a little bit. It's probably getting on the good side for him, Frankie the Fox, but off the inside with race day fitness under his belt. I do think he's the horse to beat. Burnview's done nothing wrong in 12 starts to date. Four victories. Steps up in class, but he gets in with the 55 and a half kilos, and he is an on-pace sort of horse. So I saw him being the main danger to Frankie the Fox. For Rodden, 
I think he's a horse that will appreciate the improvement in track conditions. He's a month in between runs as well, and he's very potent in that state. Three of his five wins have come off a 30-day break. 60 kilos is a bit of a concern, but I do think with the improvement in track conditions, he's a certain chance. And Hunter Villains found a real level of confidence in his last four or five starts with the lightweight could sneak into a placing. But if I was having a bet, Frankie the Fox is probably the horse I want to be on off the inside. And righto, the last, we need the last leg of the quaddy sorted. Gee whiz, this is a tough race. Robbie Burns has been really good though, lightly tried, never out of the money and I know it's got a, a wide barrier to contend with here but would need to be given some sort of a hope just on its consistency alone. Yeah, I could have spent about three or four hours on this race, Butch, and probably <laughs> still missed the winner. This is a real ripper to round out the programme. I'll tell you one horse that I do think that we'll see some improvement from is the horse up the top of the book, El Terrador. Comes up with a really positive gait to work with. He drew barrier 12 last time out in his first run back in rating 65. That was on the synthetic track. I think he's the sort of horse that does want a dry sort of track and with the improvement in conditions, if the best version of El Terrador turned up, say, the version of him when he was a three-year-old, then he can win. He's $13 in the last El Terrador. 12 Invincibile up to 1,400 suits. I think she's probably looking for 1,600 to 2,000. Widest gate for her, but the Mark Walker stable after winning three yesterday on the synthetic track are worth following. Astra Khan, the 11, was bowled on pace last time out. Steps up to the 1,400. No reason why she can't win. And Zarkat was close up in its last one, just going down narrowly on that testing track. She's a player. Robbie Burns, you've got to have in the mix as well. Final savings if he got the race to suit and aspiring first up out of the Stephen Mars stable. Tricky, tricky race. If I was having one bet butch, I'd be playing the each way around the horse up the top of the book, El Terrador. Good on you, Matt. And you talked of the synthetic. That seems to be going uh, pretty well, racing quite consistently on it. And uh, they seem to be winning from anywhere, just the big circumference of it obviously helping that. Yeah, it certainly is. And I think in the latter part of the day when the track's packing down a little bit on the inside there is a little bit of an advantage to those that are covering ground versus early on in the day. Um, the one turn for the 1,200 metres is certainly tempo-related if you can get yourself up onto the speed. That's an obvious favour and trying to cut the corner. But look, we were able to get two meetings off the ground here this week, one of them on the synthetic, which was great. And I think that there's been some horses that have really relished being able to get on that, uh, whereas most of the time uh, they would have been turned out due to the, the testing track conditions of the grass track. So I think it's been a positive, tricky to bet on on the odd occasion, but it has been the odd good winner to be found, particularly in the Tiakau Tangerine yesterday. Yeah, for sure. Good on you, Matt. Thanks for your time. Good calling over the weekend and catch up again soon. Yeah, great to talk to you guys. Have a great weekend. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.